Hello, everybody. My name is Erin Burt. I'm an attorney and mediator. My name is Tyler Burt. I am a paralegal. And today we wanted to talk about a popular topic, divorcing a narcissist. Yeah. And we had a team member send us an article from Better Health written by two mental health professionals about tips from a therapist uh, about how to handle divorcing a narcissist. And I think in our own practice, dealing with high stress situations and allegations of narcissism, or at least descriptions of what could be categorized as narcissistic personality traits, um, I think we've we've learned over the years uh, how to help clients manage their divorce process if they are divorcing a narcissist. Mm-hmm. And so I thought this article was really helpful because it comes from a therapist point of view with some tips that are helpful for our legal and mediation clients. And I think it's a great way to highlight that if you are divorcing a narcissist or you suspect they're a narcissist, I think it's really important to know that your divorce process is going to be different than other people's divorce process. And by learning about narcissism, it will help explain why. Yeah. So Tyler, do you think you've ever worked with a narcissist? No. No? I have not. Based off of the the definition of a narcissistic personality disorder, uh, I think I know people who are selfish, uh-huh. um, who think mainly of themselves. Um, however, I don't think it rises to the level of the narcissistic narcissistic personality disorder that is described in this article. Right. Um, <clears throat> after after reading it, I think a lot of people think people are. Um, however, it is a you know a fairly serious you know disorder that can cause a lot of harm, you know, and being uh, in a, a relationship with somebody who displays these characteristics or has been diagnosed, uh, I can you know only imagine is a um, you know it's a it's a life altering mm-hmm. um, you know relationship to be in and the to get out of it probably seems impossible you know yeah and and so but no the short answer to your question is no i don't think i do yeah and and i i actually i bring that up because i'm not quite sure i've in 20 years actually had to come across my desk that this person has been formally diagnosed as a narcissist yeah however We have dealt with a lot of controlling spouses, spouses that maybe lack empathy, spouses that behave in a controlling manner, whether it's parenting wise or relationship wise or, you know, giving their documents financially, financially manipulative as well. So I think that there's, um, been many cases where we have some narcissistic personality traits or what could be described as that. Um, And clearly, if somebody was formally diagnosed with that, it would take your divorce process to a much different level of complexity. Still, though, just the personality traits alone of possible narcissism 
makes a divorce process rather complicated. Yeah, for sure. And so I think that um, it's important for us to learn about it today. So why don't we talk a little bit about what is narcissistic personality disorder? We're not here again as a disclaimer. We're not here to diagnose anybody. We are just highlighting what the therapists in this article um, describe as narcissistic personality disorder so that we can um, help those that might feel that they're involved in this type of uh, relationship with somebody that might have some of these um, characters, characteristics. And who are the authors? Oh, I apologize. So this comes from BetterHelp and the mental health professionals that wrote this article are Nicole Artst and Mira Patel. And we have these, this article, excuse me, posted on our social media accounts, Twitter right now. So everybody knows we're migrating that those posts over to Facebook. So it might also be on our firm's Facebook page, but definitely it's going to be up this week on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to pull that article and read it, it's a great article. We're not going to cover all of the 10 tips that are listed in this great article, but we are going to highlight some of the information provided so that our listeners and our clients can be educated, not only about what truly narcissistic personality disorder is, but they can also take some tips about how to approach their divorce process and how to understand why their divorce process is either complex or taking longer than normal or needs extra attention. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. right. Okay. So the DSM-5 the diagnostic tool DSM-5 states that narcissistic personality disorder is characterized by grandiose behaviors. And some illustrations would be that people think they're special and entitled to certain privileges. It also includes a lack of or limited empathy. They might find other people's emotions burdensome. And then it's also characterized by an obsessive need for admiration. So that means someone with this disorder might seek continuous reinforcement from other people. They might seek um, professional achievements, but they have to have validation. Sure. So being involved in a relationship with somebody displaying these signs or symptoms or characteristics or even the actual diagnosis has to be extremely challenging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would influence your relationship as a, a spouse. It would influence your relationship as a parent if you are in a parenting relationship with this person. And I think it also influences whether or not you know when or how to leave that relationship. Mm. So working with this group of people is going to be especially challenging, but... You can still be an overcomer. You can still manage to move on from this. And you don't have to have um, these personality traits stop you from perhaps doing what's in the best interest of your family if that is to end your relationship. Yeah. Best interest in you and your family, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, whether or not it's obvious. It's always more um, challenging with when children are involved, you know, but um, I think that it's important that, you know, our clients or, you know, the individual in that relationship, um, you know, that 
the the self care of of leaving a relationship, you know, regardless of the family situation, is mm-hmm. is important because really, if you can't like a lot of things, if you can't keep yourself healthy, you know, it's hard to keep the family healthy, right? Right. In in this case, I I use that more for the children, right? Because mm-hmm. obviously not the the spouse who has the personality. Well, and for us, we tend to work with clients. We have clients that either have adult children or no children, but we do tend to work with families that are dual income families with young children. And so, you know, I I can understand tying this into how does it affect children? Because that's, that's who our firm primarily works with and for. Um, Other things that I found interesting in this article is just they highlight some things to expect. And so I picked out three things of what to expect when you are either involved with somebody with narcissism or going through the divorce process. The three things that I picked out that I found interesting is to expect that your spouse may love bomb you. They may, you know, say they've changed or convince you they've changed, that they'll never hurt you again. Um, but at the same time, they want to control the process. So if you're still in the divorce process, they might try to game the system is what the article says. And, and I've seen that in, in divorces where I have a spouse that controls a lot of the finances or the decision-making responsibilities. Um, And then the other thing to expect if you are divorcing a narcissist is that they won't quit. There is a perception of they're not going to stop. They don't want to feel like they lost. That ties into that validation, that ties into the control and lack of empathy. And so they won't quit. They want to control the other person, the other parent, they want to control the finances, they want to control the process, they want to control the children. So that one really stuck out to me yeah. as well. But, it, you know, um, the the they won't quit is what it says. And, you know, I think that is, um, boy, people... I think you you come across these situations a lot where, you know, and it's in, in all facets of, of life, but, oh, boy, this person just won't quit. You know, they just won't quit. And that's what we say. We say that a lot, you know, and it's like, okay, well, why did you get, we say that with children, right? Um, you know, oh, well, you know, I just let, I just let Tommy have the candy bar because he just wouldn't stop asking, you know, he wouldn't quit, you know, however, you know, those, that small little phrase, you know, for a narcissist, like you said, tying in with the lack of empathy and the, um, the need for validation, um, the, the not quitting will, will be taken to another level, you know, and, um, and so much so to control, right. To, to get the, the spouse to say, okay. Right. And, it's a, so that really stuck out to me. It's just that, you know, and, th- and that's a hard thing to, to get past. Um, I, you know, I, ma- I imagine because, you know, it, it happens all the time where people just break down, 
because they can't take it anymore. And, you know, and you expect that whoever you're dealing with, you know, has empathy. I think uh, you don't, it's not the feeling bad or remorseful, right? But the empathy of understanding and lack of that, I think, really drives um, people to do certain things, you know. So so that stuck out to me. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, going over what to expect with a divorce process, or at least what to expect being in a high stress relationship with somebody um, that's a narcissist, the other side of it is to what to expect in your divorce process, because these are things that we can overcome. It's a bit more challenging, but we can still overcome this. The person is not going to continue to control you if you have representation that is familiar with narcissism, because you've got representation that's on your side, that's in your corner. And that person can only manipulate the system for so long. Mm -hmm. And what to expect, I suggest, what to expect during the actual divorce process is that you have to anticipate these things. You have to anticipate the control will still be there. The lack of empathy will still be there. They might try to game the system. But what we then can control is how we cut through that. And we cut through that with factual information. We wait out the lies, we wait out the grandiose behavior. And when I say wait out, we don't wait out for a long time, but we know it's going to happen, but we focus on the facts. We're prepared. We trace accounts, we trace assets, we focus on factual information about your parenting schedule, your parenting time, um, whether or not the children are... um, in harm's way by being involved with this person displaying or having narcissism. And so we do our research, we do our homework, and we present facts to the judge if we're in court, the mediator if the case is being mediated, to the opposing counsel. Um, and that's where our strength is. And so I, th- you know, I think the best way to manage a divorce with a narcissist is to be prepared. Know what you're in for. Don't rely on just emotion. Rely on the facts and rely on that we know how they're going to behave. And so we have to rely on the facts. So that's why it makes it a bit more costly and a bit more expensive and a bit more time consuming because we need to go through the cycles of narcissism, not react emotionally, but react factually. And that means heightened review and tracing of assets, heightened review and analysis of the best interest of the children, parental decision-making responsibilities, and appropriate parenting time. So there are ways to overcome it, but this divorce is not like the amicable family down the road that did not have narcissism present in their marriage, Right. right? And so back to this article, this great article, you know, they, they come up with some tips for how to move forward. Um, and I'll just summarize it. You can pull this from the article, but I, I really think it's helpful. Individual therapy. Mm-hmm. I always promote that. Even if you're not married to a narcissist or divorcing a narcissist, I think therapy is going to help you through the stressful process. There are support groups out there for 
being married to or divorcing a narcissist. And there's tons of books. This article, if you pull it from our Twitter account, um, they have a link to narcissism book list. Hmm. So I think that's something great to educate yourself even further. Um, and they also have some other top 10 divorcing a narcissist tips. Um, did anything peak or did anything um, draw your attention, Tyler, about some of these tips or things that you would suggest our clients or anybody contemplating a divorce um, look at? You know, I think that uh, some of the... Uh, some of the tips are, are pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. Um, I think in, in all divorce cases, um, you know, however, you know, when dealing with somebody with this personality, um, you know, a couple of that really stuck out to me was, um, and, and this is where planning for the divorce comes in, right? Because, you know, one of the tips is organize and plan ahead, right? But keeping copies of everything, you know, that's tip number two, you know, that can be difficult to do and may take some time. Yeah. But, however, you know, that is probably one of the, I may consider one of the most important things, at least from a legal perspective, you know, because we know that um, lies could be coming, you know, uh, they're not showing all documents, you know, the controlling of the situation. But, you know, over the time as you're planning these things out, keeping copies of everything. And so, you know, you know, as an individual, what, um, you know, what is going on, you know, will help definitely, uh, help you in the process of getting divorced. Yeah. I, I, I highlighted that one too, keeping copies of everything. And you know, what also is a good tip from the legal side of things is to keep copies of everything before you file for divorce. <laughs> Before perhaps you maybe even disclose to the narcissist that you're dealing with a divorce attorney, because it is a lot easier to collect financial information or collect other supporting documents before the narcissist knows that you are preparing a divorce plan to exit the relationship. And so if you are thinking of divorcing a narcissist, be organized before you blurt out, I want a divorce. That's if you can. Right. Sometimes that timing doesn't always work. <laughs> and, you know, I would say that in this day and age, um, keeping copies of everything is probably easier than it's ever been. Um, besides things being, elect you know, most documents are all electronic anyways. However, you still get paper copies. And you have the ability, you know, with phones to take pictures, yes. But however, you can make PDF documents just as easily as taking a picture. And being able to not have to have the physical copy of something, um, you know, whether that be a bank statement or a mortgage statement, things of that nature, you know, uh, with today's technology, having the electronic copy is, you know, it's easier than ever to do when I say that technologically speaking, mm -hmm. um, you know, but very, still very important. Right. I agree. I agree. Um, there are other things here, you know, about boundaries, whether it's communication boundaries or taking care of yourself. Um, 
but I, I do think, and I can't stress enough that part of your planning and being organized that can encompass a lot of these boundary issues that you might experience with a narcissist is building a supportive team. Mm -hmm. And it sounds expensive, but in the long term, having a supportive social team and a supportive divorce team will help you efficiently navigate divorcing a narcissist. And when I mean a team, when I say social support team, I hope that you can rely on your family and friends. If not, or if you need additional help, I think that you need a strong lawyer. I think that you need a divorce coach. And maybe you only need to go to a divorce coach a couple times, but they can help you again, learn what you're facing dealing with a narcissist. And I think a financial professional. Yeah. And, you know, we're blessed to have you at the firm being a financial professional and a paralegal. And we also network with, you know, CPAs that can help as well with that sometimes burdensome disclosure process when you're handling a case and a narcissist is involved. Yeah. But I think that that last prioritizing self-care and support really encompasses a lot of the organization and boundary setting that's necessary to have a successful divorce process when you're divorcing a narcissist. Yeah, I agree. If you'd like any more information on how best to handle divorcing a narcissist, please um, seek us out at bertlaw.com or send us a email message through our website. We'd be happy to talk with you about how we handle cases when narcissism or narcissistic personality disorder is present. We wish you all a good week and we'll be back for episode three. Mm -hmm.